Welcome to Walking with Freya, a journey through special needs parenting. This podcast is a place for parents and caregivers of children with special needs to share stories, the very real struggles and challenges we face, along with the inevitable love and joy these children have brought into our lives. This is a place for unapologetic honesty, well-intentioned laughter, and endless support. A safe place for us to learn, share, discuss, and help each other navigate this often unexpected journey. Be kind, be supportive, and when you can, keep the humor. My name is Annie, and welcome to Walking with Freya. Hello, everybody. So I'm dusting off my microphone, re-familiarizing myself with this podcast world, gathering a list of guests to interview, and diving back into Walking with Freya. Now, I've had a bit of a hiatus, and I apologize to anyone who may have felt the loss of this, but I'm sure you were all fine. There are so many podcasts for the special needs community out there now, which is a beautiful thing. It's a strong and growing community, and I am very grateful for that. But a few reasons that I took a break. One, I bet that's easy enough to guess. That was COVID. So once school started back in the fall, I just realized that the time, the space, the energy that podcasting was going to take had to take a backseat to everything else. The other is that Freya is getting older and I am starting to question how much her privacy needs to play into the podcast and the part of her story that I tell. This is not only my story to tell, and in some aspects, it is strictly her story. So I'm trying to find the balance there and know where the lines need to be drawn. I was also struggling for a bit trying to find guests to interview, and I didn't want to force it, and it just seemed that with everything else, it was a good time to take a break. Now, since then, I got invited to be a part of a podcaster's group. Well, two, actually. I just got another invite. But this group that I've met with a few times already is um, moms who podcast for parents, and they're very inspiring, and meeting with them has has driven me to, to put more work into this podcast. And they also clued me in on some places to find guests, and... I'm so excited they did because I had some really great guests lined up. I didn't realize there was such a wealth of people in the special needs community out there willing to come on the podcast and talk about it. So, (laughs) so yay. So we have that to look forward to. Now I've already done one interview and that will be coming out next. It was with father and author TJ Nelligan. He wrote a book about the legacy of his son, Sean, called Live Like Sean. It was a lovely and inspiring conversation, and I'm really excited to share it with you all. But I think, ultimately, one of the biggest reasons that I haven't podcasted for several months was that I wanted to have something important to say, something profound and hopeful about this pandemic and the time we are living through. I wanted to get through the election and the inauguration so I could finally take a deep breath. And don't worry, that's as political as I will get here. But we've all been home. We've all been worried and grieving, some terrified, some sick and full of loss. And that's not to say there haven't been happy moments or laughs along the way, but 
this is a difficult, unsettling time to be living through. It does seem like hope is on the horizon for something different other than uh, all of us just staying at home, but we are a far cry from the kind of normal life that we were used to. But what is normal? And how can we or I claim to know what that is when so often our lives get rocked to the core with the birth or adoption of a child with special needs? Then normal goes out the window. So we've done this before. I give my daughter a shot every night like it's nothing because I've been doing it for so long. I just, a couple days ago, I took her to the hospital for an x-ray to learn that she was constipated and no part of that experience was a surprise. I now can sit patiently without reacting while she screams or cries and has a tantrum at nine years old because it's just part of life sometimes. And I realize that for many of you, what I'm describing is absolutely minor to the ways that your lives were rocked. And I want you to know that I recognize this and I see you. But words of wisdom, profound reflections on this time, I have none. (laughs) I've written quite a few poems, and some of them have actually been published. Yay! I'm now officially a published poet. But I didn't want to fill the airwaves with my rambling insecurities and my doubts. But again, I do think hope is on the horizon, and now I at least have a nice long list of amazing people to come on and share their stories and knowledge on the podcast. And to be clear, I'm always open to more. So if you would like to share your story, please send me an email at walkingwithfreya at gmail.com. You don't have to be an educator or an author or a therapist or someone who's been on a podcast before. That's kind of how it seems to have been evolving that um, a lot of my guests are people that have done this before and they're great and fantastic and I get so much out of that but in the beginning I had a lot of episodes that were with just moms who were trying to raise kids in these um, atypical circumstances and I really miss those interviews I love those interviews those are some of my favorite interviews so if that is you if you're just a mom at home, and I'm using the word just sarcastically. <laughs> if you're a mom at home and you're and you're raising your child and you're struggling like the rest of us, or maybe you're doing it really well, but you're a mom to a kid with special needs and you can relate to this and you want to just tell your story, then please email me and I will get you on because we all want to hear it. I promise you. Now, I wanted to share one of my poems with you before I go. There are a few that I will share along the way. And the one I was going to share, um, Crisis Learning, is about uh, this, this time of distance learning and having our kids home and being their teachers. But I'm going to save that one for a little bit because this one that I'm going to read feels more appropriate. Uh, hmm, <laughs> excuse me. This one that I'm going to read feels more appropriate. And it's called Adaptability. Now, it was actually published months ago in Drexel University's literary journal, Paper Dragon. And it was published under the title, Two Parents of Children with Special Needs in a Pandemic. And yes, I could have shortened the title there, but I wanted to make sure that the people who needed to read it did. Also, this uh, is a revision of the poem, actually. I am a wordy poet, and 
there are places for that. And uh, I, I recognize that maybe listening to poetry on a podcast is, yeah, I've, I've shortened it a bit. So um, hopefully it's a little more accessible. So before I read, uh, to all of you listeners who have stuck around, thank you. And I mean that deeply. And to any new listeners, welcome and thanks for being here. Adaptability. This new normal, we got this. Like any new normal on this journey, like giving my daughter a shot every night, piercing her flesh with the thin metal signifier of medical progress, like repeating her words as an unobtrusive aside, an experienced translator to the inarticulation that sometimes spills from her lips. Like waking in the night with the random but heartbreaking realization that she can never go to typical summer camp unattended and devising ways to secretly embed a one-on-one aid for when she begs to go because her sister, who has the luxury of rolling up her sleeping bag and stealing away for a week with no concerns, has already left. Like slowing my pace any time we walk together or asking for updated prescriptions of albuterol when a virus attacks the community, or buying fresh batteries for her oximeter, like speech therapy on Zoom. These times are calling for us to adapt, to dip brushes into paints we've never seen before, spread them across a canvas that was chosen for us, Sometimes we get bogged down by the minute details, anxiety-ridden and grief-stricken over the tiny flecks of paint that have scattered outside our design, like teaching math to a child who can't grasp the concept of numbers, or patiently answering the same questions because the perseveration is a sign of anxiety. And we can lament over the spilled droplets of paint or we can paint petals around them and name them flowers and then step back and see the painting for the masterpiece that it is and we can adapt again. Mm-hmm.